Hello friends, it's your friend Mike. Hey, it's uh, August 18th, my birthday, I turned 35 today. So, in celebration, I'm launching this podcast. I'm going to share my, share my life with you and make sure that uh, you can avoid any mistakes I've made, you can learn from any lessons that I've learned. But first, if we're going to be friends, I have to bring you back to 1982, 8.07 p.m. So, there I was in my mom's womb. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Obviously, I don't remember shit about my birth, but what I do have is my birth certificate. So, I'm going to pull it out of the envelope. And it's very... Warren is is barely holding itself together. And I'll just read to you what's on it. Child's name. Michael Charles Billstrom. Uh, first name spelt M-I-K-E-L. My mom, my mom said she wanted to name me after my uncle. But she wanted to spell it a little bit differently. So, Mike L. Looks like Mikkel. But, uh... I've definitely uh, had more people pronounce it Mikkel than Michael in my life. So, 8.07 p.m. Let's see, mail. Pretty sure I was aware of that. (laughs) Uh, Robbinsdale, North Memorial Medical Center in Minnesota here. Now, one thing I do notice, I notice that there's no father on the birth certificate. I asked my mom about that at some point, and I believe they were fighting around the time of my birth. So, looks like on my birth certificate, I'm fatherless. Um, so, I don't remember much about my life before I was probably about seven, but I do have some memories. Uh, I know the first place that I was that I officially lived was in. DuPont Avenue in North Minneapolis, a couple blocks away from Broadway. Now, if you don't know anything about that part in Minneapolis, uh, it's a little bit of a rough neighborhood. (laughs) A lot of people avoid it if they can. But uh, anytime I go back, people look at me like I'm a cop because I look a little bit out of place nowadays. So I remember that. I remember... Moving around a lot as a young kid. Um, one thing I I do remember for some reason is I have this weird image of my brother Phil, who was two and a half years younger than me, sitting in his high chair uh, eating mac and cheese. <laughs> and it makes sense because I still like mac and cheese. So <laughs> it's funny how that uh, some of those things stick with you throughout life. I remember um, not knowing my dad very well. I remember seeing him uh, on the weekends and stuff like that. We'd go to the park and, uh, you know, not a a ton of memories. Uh, One memory I I have is sitting in the sink as a little kid uh, playing with a Folgers can and making like a tornado. One of those little tornadoes you can make with the water. 
like whirlpool thing. I remember that. Um, what else? I remember my my first day of kindergarten. Uh, it was in North Minneapolis, I believe. We lived on Bryant Avenue, if I remember right. And I remember my mom telling the school that, you know, he's really going to need help with with reading and math. And I I don't know why she said that. <laughs> Because apparently she thought I needed it because she was bad with reading and math. Uh, I never went to preschool either, so so maybe that was why. No preschool, no uh, early development stuff like that. So I can uh, I can understand why she said that to them. But uh, another thing I remember is this one time I went to. I went to school, and out of nowhere, my dad shows up and gives me a dollar. Just walks in my classroom, teacher let him walk in, and gave me like one or two dollars for uh, ice cream, I believe it was. And I remember being completely surprised because I didn't know that he was coming. And uh, he's just really, really random and weird. Came with my grandma, actually, my grandma D, which... I remember having uh, a lot of breakfasts with her before I was, you know, even five or six. I remember we'd have, we'd go to this drugstore off of Broadway and we'd have a lot of, uh, or I would have, I'd always have over easy eggs and toast. And uh, I remember my grandma trying to teach me how to use uh, forks and which side the drinks go on and the, the plate and like trying to teach me how to, how to, eat properly but <laughs> uh, as my wife will tell you I still haven't caught on to that um, let's see so yeah I don't remember having a ton of time with my dad but I do remember uh, moving around a lot I remember I distinctly remember this one time I was playing around on the tile floor and I I went to go touched the stove and my mom slapped the shit out of my head I remember crying like crazy because because I was about to touch the, the hot stove and she slapped me and uh, I remember she yelled at me I didn't understand why but obviously as an adult I understand why I understand why now and uh, it's just funny that those those emotional moments as a little kid you'll remember and I remember in that same place, I'd always watch this cartoon where it started with uh, a bunch of animals running around, kicking a soccer ball, and then the soccer ball, it would get stuck on this rhinoceros's horn or tusk. And I, <laughs> I've, I've searched for it on the internet, and I still don't know what the name of the cartoon was because uh, something about it, I want to go watch it as an adult and see like how bad the cartoon was. I also remember running around the apartment with my little brother singing, We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not a singer. So, uh, sorry for that. Uh, back to the birth certificate. It looks like my mom was 19 uh, when she had me. Uh, mailing address was on Broadway. The doctor, Marvin Brooks, MD. Thank you, Marvin. I appreciate uh, the assistance with my arrival to the world. 
Um, so now I remember this this uh, this weird, not weird, but this new guy would come over to my mom's place, and he would uh, he'd always play with me. I remember he would bring, or I would have this little plane that had a, a bomb that would drop out of it, and I always I always remember him going out of his way to to play with me. And uh, it's funny because that same guy ended up being my stepdad later on in life. And, uh, you know, that's I think that's probably a, a couple years out, but I remember him coming over when they, they first started uh, hanging out and stuff like that. Now, that's funny because the next thing I remember in my life is uh, we were living with that same guy. His name is Dan, good guy. And... We're we're sitting around, and I remember him, you know, kind of bringing me into the other room. My grandma came over and wanted to talk to my mom, and she was. My grandma was apparently worried about my my real dad, and he hasn't been. He had, he was missing for a couple of weeks. He hasn't he hasn't um, been around, which is very abnormal because he still he lived with my grandma at that point, and. I remember, I remember, um, kind of those conversations taking place, and then uh, we'd kind of just forget about them. But then I remember one day there was a knock on the door, and my my stepdad took me and my brother down to the park, and that's when my grandma told my mom what happened. And I remember just playing at the park with my with my brother, and we were, you know, I got a weird vibe that something was going on, but I didn't know what, so I just continued to play at the park. Uh, my stepdad was really, uh, really kind of quiet, kind of hesitant and stuff. And then, as I saw my mom walking down the alley, she was bawling, and she couldn't really, she couldn't really like speak or anything. And I, once I came close to her, I said, Mommy, what's wrong? And she said, Daddy's gone to heaven. And I didn't understand completely what that meant at that point. Um, but my life did kind of change forever at that at that moment. Uh, and at this point, my stepdad, you know, he was still kind of new in the picture. Uh, even though we lived together and everything, uh, you know, he's just he's just new. He's just a new male figure in my life, and uh, it, it was what it was. But, you know, we didn't have, like, a super good relationship yet um, or anything like that. But he, he was there. I do know that. And... So a couple days later, or no, maybe that night even, we were watching the news. And I heard my, my stepdad and my mom talking, you know, I don't think we should let him watch. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if he should watch that. Uh, I guess it's up to you. You know, they're going back and forth about me watching something. And I wasn't exactly sure what they're, what they're talking about, obviously. I'm distracted in my little kid world. And then, uh, 
And the news was coming on, and they said, my mom said, Michael, get in here. And I don't know why she wanted me to watch this, but I'm, I'm glad she did because I can reflect on it a lot later. Um, but all of a sudden they started talking about this this 29-year-old man was found in the Mississippi River, and his name was Jerome Charles Gordon, my dad. And I remember, I remember watching the body being drugged out of the of the river. Uh, they didn't show the body, but I remember like a stretcher with a, a white sheet over over the body being drugged up the riverbank. And I remember my mom saying, there's daddy. I remember her crying like crazy at that point. And at this point, I don't really know. Nothing's really clicking in my mind. I'm just watching as a little kid. And uh, I, I guess I don't really know what to think about it all. I just know, my, I just know that my mom's sad and that I most likely am never going to see my dad again. Uh, you know, there's always a little bit of hope that it wasn't real, but, you know, as a little kid, you don't really think that way. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was a, a life-changing moment, and it's funny, all these years later, I still wonder you know, what my dad would say to me. Uh, it's never easy because, you know, the, your dad, you have a, a special bond with your dad, even though he wasn't in my life a ton, uh, from what I remember. But I do remember a distinct connection with him, uh, like no one else, you know, it's your dad. And, you know, I remember going to his funeral and, you know, I didn't really take his funeral very serious. I remember playing tag at his funeral. And, you know, looking back, I wish I wouldn't have, but, again, I'm a little kid. And still, as a 35-year-old man, these things kind of affect you a little bit because you want to know what he would say to you, you know, when you have questions or, like, when you're struggling with something. And I... Barely ever get emotional about this, but this is a real podcast. I want to be friends, and that's the truth. And this podcast is all about getting to know each other. So I want to be real on it, and I want to be honest. Uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody else in my life if we have those kind of moments, but I will uh, embarrass myself. I don't have any problem with that. And, you know, life kind of got crazy from that point on. Um, and my life really changed when we went to Arizona, but I'm going to let that be for the next episode. Um, so welcome to my world, guys. And if you want to say hi, just use the hashtag YourFriendMike, and I will reply to as many as I can. Well, every single one at this point because it's brand new, so I'm assuming there's not going to be millions. Uh, use the hashtag Mike and just say, 
All right, use the hashtag your friend Mike and just say that you listened to the first episode so I know who's listening. And uh, if you want to check out my website, it's called theartofgrowth.com. Uh, there's a little bit of my story on there. And uh, if you want to support the podcast and buy me a cup of coffee uh, for $3.99, you can do that as well. And we're going to continue uh, getting to know each other and being real honest with you. Because, you know, I'm trying to figure out myself as we go here. And I think there's a lot of lessons in my life that uh, that other people can benefit from. I mean, I moved out when I was 15. Uh, you know, I was a minority in one of my middle schools. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, you know that I that I made it through, and I'm a happy adult now. So, I uh, appreciate you listening. And episode two will be coming out soon. We'll pick up where we left off. Thanks for being here. Bye.